peace of our Lord be with you. I cannot speak for you, but as for me, every year on Pentecost Sunday, I find my mind wandering away, going back to those moments in my life when I have come the closest to that annual Pentecostal passage of Scripture which we read and heard a few moments ago from the book of Acts. When God chose Pentecost, one of Jerusalem's annually most diverse and inclusive days, to send the Spirit of God to the children of God in a new and different way. Parthians, Medes, Elamites, dwellers of Mesopotamia and Cappadocia, residents of Phrygia, Pamphylia, Noxipater, and Libya, each with their own language, but all hearing and understanding the good news of the great love of God for all people. Those Pentecostal moments in life for all of us are the moments when we find ourselves in a place like that, in a moment such as that. As I've said to you before, I've been keeping a prayer journal, daily prayer journal, since I was 40 years old. And let me tell you, after having done it for 25 years, um, if I were you, I would start today, regardless of how young or old you are. There is nothing like having box after box after box of prayer journals to keep an index of your soul, to know where you've been and what you've feared and how things have gone. I brought two of them with me up here today, something I never do, but these two happen to be home to a couple of Pentecostal moments in my own life that I've gone back and read about this week. One was at the church we served in Washington, D.C. before we came here. It was the only time I ever saw that massive sanctuary fill to capacity. Well over a thousand people who had come from all up and down the eastern seaboard to funeralize a beloved matriarch of the nation of Liberia. When I climbed into the pulpit that day and looked out for the first time and really saw for the first time that great cathedral filled to capacity and realized that of the 12 or 1300 persons who were in that room. Mine was one of only maybe a dozen white faces. I remember being immobilized by the Spirit of God and thinking to myself, oh yes, this is Pentecost. And another time, on one of Northminster's many trips to Honduras, 
at a tiny, simple Catholic church high in the hills above San Pedro Sula, where I was the designated preacher for the night. As I offered the brief sermon, part in Spanish and part in English, esta palabras en español y otra palabras en inglés, a young man whose name I still remember stood up and started dancing in the aisles, the butt of frequent bullying and ridicule in the village during the day. Heidel came alive in the church at night where he was loved and safe and welcomed and in a childlike state of innocence would just get up and dance around in the unscripted, unbounded joy of the Holy Spirit. This particular night, a village dog joined Heidel, and for a moment, a great brown chicken sat on the sill of an open window, intrigued, no doubt, by the stammering efforts at Espanol from the visiting preacher. And in that moment, in that tiny village with Heidel dancing in the spirit and the dog and the chicken and the Honduran Catholics and the bad half Spanish Protestant preaching, I remember thinking to myself, oh yes, this is Pentecost. And another time at the Catholic Church in Canton in the days following the events of August 7, 2019, I found myself in a little prayer meeting where everyone except myself was a Guatemalan person. I understood nothing that they were saying. I understood everything that they were saying. Oh yes, it was Pentecost. And at Hope Bynum's memorial service, on that unforgettable night at Stewpot two years ago, when people of every race and class, color and religion you can name were gathered in the same room at the same time, I thought to myself and wrote in this book, now that was Pentecost. And I know you have your own list of little Pentecosts where you too have found yourself for a moment in a space that looked and sounded and felt like the whole family of God. Parthians, Medes, Elamites, Phrygians, Pamphylians, Libyans. Children of God, let me tell you something that I know not something I think or believe or read somewhere. Let me tell you something I know. I know that to be filled with the Holy Spirit is to be kind and gentle and patient and it is also to long and yearn for those moments in life.
those Pentecostal spaces and places and moments. I'm far from the most spirit-filled person you know, but I have enough of the Holy Ghost in me that I want that so bad that I had to invent a word for it. The word is Zena Amara, the opposite of xenophobia, fear of the other. What is Zena Amara? Love for the other. Love and longing and yearning for a circle of the other as wide as heaven itself. To be filled with the Holy Spirit is to yearn and long for a Pentecostal life. A Pentecostal life which looks and sounds and feels like that magnificently diverse and altogether inclusive day which God chose to send the Holy Spirit in a new and different way. Pentecost, the nearest thing God could find on earth to heaven. the nearest thing God could find on earth to that ultimate and eternal circle of welcome which awaits us all. When, according to the book of Revelation, every creature in heaven, on earth, under the earth, and in the sea We'll sing glory to God together forever. May it be so. In the name of Jesus, may it be so.